This is a Liverpool Echo podcast on Anfield Plus, the home of your daily podcasts, bringing you the inside track from Liverpool FC. Hello and welcome to a short but sweet special Anfield Plus spin-off podcast to our main Blood Red show. My name is Paul Wheelock and I headed across town last night to the Waterstones bookstore to interview those rarest of people, a footballer who is loved by most, if not all, of the fans of the clubs he's played for. Now a lot of that has to do with the fact that Peter Crouch did the business for the likes of Southampton, Spurs and of course Liverpool in a career that is still going strong with Stoke. But I think it's fair to say his popularity is also down to the fact that he seems such a sound fella. It's not your typical footballer's book and it's all the better for it. It lifts the lid on the mad world of a Premier League footballer and there's loads of great stories from his well-loved three years with Liverpool, including the last chapter which is dedicated entirely to Steven Gerrard. We touched on a few of the stories in our chat on Monday night, including how a night at the Solly with Jamie Carragher helped end his goals out at the start of his Anfield career, and how he ran the wrath of Rafa Benitez before the 2007 Champions League final. We also got his thoughts on the current Liverpool team and their big match with another of his former clubs this Saturday. Liverpool was the last leg of Peter's book signing tour and after a full day on the road we were afforded a quick chat before he went out to meet the Liverpool supporters who had queued around the block to meet him. But we are hoping to get Peter on for a longer podcast in the near future when we look back at his brilliant career in full. But for now, enjoy. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Peter, thank you very much for joining us in Liverpool at the uh, book signing of your latest book, How to Be a Footballer. Is it good to be back in the city? It is good to be back. It's always nice to be back. I come back quite a bit. Uh, obviously, my wife's family are up here and I've uh, got a load of friends up here as well. So, um, But yeah, nice to be back and uh, nice to meet some of the fans as well. Yeah, it's, you had a special relationship yeah. with the Liverpool fans, weren't you? Three years mm. you were with the club. Do you hold fond memories of that time? I do, yeah. I think... Um, I've just been saying in there, I think it's probably the best time of my career. I think for me personally, I was playing the best football I've, I've ever played. Uh, I was playing for England and, and banging them in and scoring a few for Liverpool as well. And uh, I always look back on it with fond memories. I've got some great, great memories from my times at Liverpool, from big games to, to doing well personally as well. So, um, and yeah, I've got a, always got an affection for the, for the football club. I've been reading the book over the weekend. Great book, really entertaining. One of the stories you, you're telling it was about the time where you, you started at Liverpool, you had a bit of a struggle to get that first goal, but the fans always stuck by you. And you, you also had a nice house in one of the pubs close to Anfield, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> the yeah. Solly. I did, yeah. That, I, I feel like that really, really helped me. And I think I was going through the sort of drought period and everywhere else seemed to be... Um, giving me stick and I have to say Liverpool fans stuck by me it was it was incredible and, uh, and like when you mentioned that pub I, I feel like it helped me in, in many ways because when I went there uh, Cara took me to the Solly and <laughs> Uh, it was uh, it was a great it was a great experience, and then uh, I ended up doing karaoke. And um, I remember everywhere I went, it was like people was coming up to me and saying, "Hey Jude, hey Jude." Every, <laughs> literally everywhere I went, and I feel like it just spreaded that I was uh, I was an all right fella uh, who was trying to score. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, people got behind me, and uh, thankfully when that when that first goal did go in, it, it you know we had lift off a little bit, and I I managed to get a few, and um, like I say, probably the best time of my career one of a number of great stories in the book it's not your typical footballer's book mm. 
I think that's a compliment, hopefully, as well. I find it really entertaining. What was the motivation behind doing a book like this? Yeah, well, it, just, just very different. Um, I was approached about doing a book, and I said, I, I don't want to do an autobiography as such, you know, so it's, uh, it's structured very differently. You know, every chapter's... I've tried to be insightful. Um, I think play, you know, fans see players maybe on a Saturday and don't see much else. I think um, what I've tried to do is, is lift the lid on what goes on on the team buses, in the training grounds, um, you know, behind the scenes, basically. Um, nights out, um, little things like um, what cars players buy and why, clothes and haircuts, tattoos, what's going on. So, um, yeah, it's been great fun making the book. And I've got been playing the game now for, for 21 years, um, since I was 16, every single day. So, you know, there's the odd story in there if, you know, from every year, really. Just one story I'll have to pick you up on. I know you say in the book that the Champions League final in 2007 was your greatest mm. regret, but for people who haven't picked up the book or are going to pick up the book, can you just tell them about the little story you had when you went to Spain before the final and the uh, little accident you had involving a car? The go karts, <laughs> yeah. Um, God, yeah. I mean, obviously the Champions League was was incredible, but I mean, Rafa took us away for a, a little team bonding trip. We ended up go karting, and um, yeah, just we're all we're all having a I go on the go-karts and I've come tearing into the pits and uh, I've gone to break and there's no break. And um, I literally just tore into the pits and all the lads were getting out. I was thinking, what am I going to do? You know, Who am I going to crash into, basically? And uh, I saw Shabby Alonso and I saw, saw Dirk Kite and I was like, which one or the other? And I picked Dirk uh, for some reason, maybe because he was a forward. <laughs> take him out. <laughs> yeah, take him out. Um, but yeah, he jumps over. Um, an unbelievable jump to be fair got over me and I went back out onto the onto the track and um, as I was going around I just panicked jumped out of the car done a roll the car just smashed up in the side and then um, as I came back I just remember Rafa's face it's just like mortified <laughs> and uh, he thought I was messing around and then the fellow actually went out in the car checked the brakes and um, and they were gone so it wasn't my fault yeah. it was just a total total accident but um, yeah I'm sure I'm certain Rafa just thought I was messing around Rafa, he was aware of that incident. He wasn't aware of the secret Santa, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the secret Santa was a guy. It was a stitch up getting pulling out Rafa anyway, because it's a tough one to buy for. But uh, it was around the same time that he wore, uh, he started wearing a leather jacket. Uh, that the lads were were uh, were uh, quite keen on taking the mick out of. So um, I bought him a new leather jacket and I bought him Jose Mourinho's book, How to Win the League. <laughs> And it's having a great rivalry as well. <laughs> and it's time, yeah, it was a big, big rivalry, yeah. So I don't know how well it went down, and he doesn't actually know it was me until until sort of now, really. You know, <laughs> I was going to ask you best football he played with, but given mm. the fact that you've dedicated your last chapter mm. to this man, Stephen Gerrard, why did you do that in the book? Just felt that you know, the, the, like you say, the, the book's called How to Be a Footballer, and uh, um, I think if any kids are looking how to play the game or to, uh, you know, to. For a, for a role model, really, at Big Stevie. I just feel like when I signed for Liverpool, he was a class above everyone else. I feel like he got the best out of me. I feel like he got, got the best out of the team. Um, you know, he's setting standards every single day in training that everyone wanted to aspire to. Um, for me, he was the best player when I was away of England. That includes you know, Beckham's, the, the Lampards, um, Looney's, top, top players. So um, I just felt everything about him was, was, was how a footballer should be, really. So with the fact that the book's called that I think um, you know deserves a, deserves the chapter really I'm conscious that any minute now you're going to go downstairs and sign, sign some books it's okay fire a couple of quick player questions at you Let's if that's alright best player other than Gerard you played with at Liverpool at Liverpool um, Alonso most underrated player Steve Finnan 
your best goal or favourite goal? Scissor kick, Champions League, um, Galatasaray. Best person to go on a night out with? Fowler or Herman or Rayner. Herman really comes across well in the book, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I love him. Absolutely love him. Uh, And final one. Who was the one who probably hit peak footballer a lot of times when you were there at Liverpool? (laughs) Uh, Jibble (laughs) Suso. I think more stories about him today as well. But just a quick one before we finish. Liverpool this season and last season, you're obviously still a fan, aren't you? Still, you still follow the fortunes. Do you think there's good times ahead for the team? And the I do, club? yeah. I mean, I, there's a big, big game obviously the weekend uh, with Spurs and stuff. Like, be interested to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I feel like they can win the league. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just has been so long. It's like, can it happen? But they've got all the tools to do it. I love watching them. Uh, Fantastic going forward, but they seem to have shorted up. Good, good goalkeeper, like how Gomez is playing, Van Dyke's class, and the, the fullbacks are fantastic. So there's everything there. It's just the belief maybe to, to go and go and win it. A big game, Tottenham. Saturday's early in the season, but to put yeah. a marker down against one of your I think old so. clubs. It's a massive, massive game because I just feel that Spurs are uh, are a threat on any given day. They can beat anyone. So that's a big, big game. But um, I think Spurs, will, uh, sorry, Liverpool, come through that. Um, and I just, I just, City is so strong, but I, I genuinely feel they can really rival them this year. You've been back to Anfield as a player, obviously, since you left the club. Would you go back as a, a supporter in the future? Oh, without doubt, yeah, without doubt. I mean, we have the discussion. Of, I've just had a little point of discussing, you know, where should we push him? It's <laughs> uh, the Abbey side of the family, are all Liverpool Reds. Uh, I've played there, so that's a difficult one for me um, you know where where would we live and stuff like that what games are you going to go to but listen without doubt I'll be back at Anfield certainly it'd be, be interesting when I retire to, to be able to go and watch games there as well so um, yeah I'll always be back it'll always hold a place in my heart without doubt so um, yeah I'm, I'll certainly be back at Anfield um, many times when I retire Just one final one of all you've achieved in your career club and international do you think one of the best achievements is actually You've kept your, your feet on the floor. This book mm. proves it. You know you can see all the people who you've played in front of still respect you going back mm. to former clubs. Are you, are you happy that you've done that? Yeah. You've managed to get through the madness? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. Listen, I, like, especially I talk about it in the book as well. Like In the early days, I made mistakes like everyone did, you know, certainly with, with everything. And I think you sort of find yourself. And I think with me now, I'm a little bit older and I you know, care a bit less, I think. So um, you can be yourself a bit more. But yeah, I'm pleased with, you know, I've, I've, I've done everything. I've done what I wanted to do my, my whole life. I've played football for, forever. Uh, it's the best job in the world. I've done it with a smile on my face. So yeah, I'm pleased. Peter, thanks very much for Cheers. Your time, mate. Tom Cheers. Hope, thank you. You've been listening to an Anfield Plus podcast on the LFC Echo app.